Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 72 of the podcast that was originally recorded on May 27th, 2015. Some of the games I played for the week, I got back into some D&D Dice Masters. Got in the game of Solo Eldritch Horror, Machi Koro with the Harbor expansion, a game of Kemet, a little Pathfinder online, but a lot more of Shroud of the Avatar, some Elite Dangerous, and then a talk about some of the games I want to play, like Arboretum, Pixel Tactics, and a few others. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi. We are on episode 72 of the podcast. Hey, you can send me some email. Let me know what you're playing now. Send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop that G there. On Facebook, just do a search on Facebook for what I'm playing now. Our Google Plus page is plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. And of course, our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. I have a little update from the studio this week. I have the first review written. It is currently being reviewed. That will be posted this weekend, if not Friday night. Well, I guess Friday night is the weekend, but I will be getting that post up soon. It is a review of Jaipur, and then I will be moving on to a couple other reviews. I know one of the games that I will be talking about under the What I Want to Play Now section of the podcast is a game I will probably be writing a written review for here very shortly as well. But let's jump into what I'm playing now and what I did play for the week. Yesterday, last night, I went down to the local game store and we actually had our Dice Masters League get together. We had our organized play get together with a bunch of guys. We had our Dungeons and Dragons Dice Masters decks going and the teams were very good. I actually ended up being two wins and one loss for the night. I was pretty pleased with that considering I had put the put my team together pretty much while I was sitting there eating dinner. I kind of went with a team that was based around the Pit Fiend, although out of one of the games, which was basically the game I think I lost, is the game I did not get the Pit Fiend out as fast as I wanted to. I tried to balance my team members as far as cost went, and I tried to take it from three all the way up to seven with a Beholder. I tried to not play any two or one cost characters, and I tried to kind of keep everything right in the middle. And I, I, like I said, I think the team, the team actually worked pretty good. It was, it went up against a dragon deck, which was, which I was able to take care of. And a couple of the other people, we had a really good time playing. I think this was probably one of the biggest turnouts we actually had for the Dungeons and Dragons set. So once the organized play cards come in for those, I think they were actually delayed a couple of days in shipping from our store. So we're not actually getting them until next week. So I'm going to have to see if we're actually playing Dungeons and Dragons next week again, or if we're jumping back to DC. But I was able to get a game of Dice Masters in and actually had a an, an okay time with it. There were some people that were still not familiar with all of the rules for D&D. So I was able to help a lot of people out explain some of the rules in regards to experience, in regards to a couple of the other new abilities that had come in the D&D set. So all in all, I think everybody had a good time and it was a really good turnout. So kind of looking forward to maybe doing that again soon. All right, over the weekend, one of the games I actually played, I did a solo adventure and a solo run through Eldritch Horror. And a couple of the games I'm going to talk about here, I'm probably not going to go into as much detail as I sometimes normally do in explaining some of the rules and how to play. I will probably do that at a later time with some of these games, especially since I'm still trying to get a little more familiar with them. 
Eldritor definitely being one of those that I am probably going to need to hit that rulebook at least one more time, then work through the secondary rulebook as well, the supplemental rules for that one. What I played of Eldritor, it takes a while to set up. My gaming table that I currently play on is too small for this game. The footprint of this of Eldritor is just extremely large. But I will say what I did play, I was able to finish it. I did win, but I'm not really going to count it as a win, considering I know I did several things wrong after looking through the rules again and reading through the rules after playing. Because I tried to basically read the rules, play through the game, and then maybe read through the rules one more time, just skim through some things. And I noticed that as I was skimming through some things, there were a few items that I had looked up during the game that I had actually overlooked and was just not doing right. So some of the things were in my favor, some of the things were not in my favor. So I would probably say that part of the game balanced out. But I'm still not really going to call it a win until I get a true win under my belt where I'm actually playing the game 100% correctly. The figures in this game, the, the components in the game, I will say, are really nice. I did see there were quite a few people. One of the Facebook groups I'm in is called the Board Game Group. And there were a lot of people posting to that and Board Game Geek over the weekend that they were playing Eldritch Horror. And I saw some really pimped out um, components for Eldritch Horror that I thought were outstanding. So I'm going to maybe possibly have to look into maybe decking out my Eldritch Horror game a little bit because I liked it. I liked what I played. I'm hoping that when I do introduce this game to my wife that she'll like it as well. I'm not really too sure if she's going to be into the whole co-op thing as she is usually one who will like to try to fight a little bit more against me and see if she can beat me and there are a lot of times she does. So I'm not too sure if Eldritch Horror is a game for her to play or not so luckily it is playable solo. When I went through my game I was playing with two two different detectives that I was using. Funny thing is the people that I ended with were not the people I started with. I was actually doing pretty good there for a couple of turns and thought I was actually getting somewhere and then in I think in one turn both of my characters pretty much had one had died one turn and then one had died the next they were they kind of dropped like flies on there there on me real quick and then I, th- I might have gone through one more character after that even but then I had gotten to that I was actually able to get a bunch of clues going on finish some of the mysteries and work my way through beating my first old one so that was a little bit about Eldritch Horror like I said I'm going to go into a little more detail on that once I have the rules a little bit better under my belt and can really explain it a little bit better. But if you've never played Eldritch Horror, definitely give it a shot. If you're into any of the 1920s detective kind of like dice rolling games, this would be a game that you will probably definitely enjoy. The one thing I, one more thing I will say about Eldritch Horror that I really liked about it, reading a lot of the flavor text that was on a lot of the cards, that was something that really kept me going through the game and really helped me feel like I was kind of like with within that world and really playing as as a detective during that whole time frame in the HP Lovecraft world. So that was one thing that I will when I when I do talk about this game a little bit more I'll, I'll definitely expound up for a little bit. All right, one of the other games that my wife and I was able to get in the other day was Machikora. We actually played with the Harbor expansion. This was our first time playing with the Harbor expansion. We've normally just done the base set um, initially because I wanted to make sure she kind of had the game under her belt before we added in some additional cards and a few of the more few more different abilities that the game throws in with Harbor. Although Harbor really doesn't change too, too much. I think probably the biggest change is just how you're dealing out the cards instead of having all of the cards basically in piles in front of you. That was probably the biggest change that we noticed. But when we were done with that, when we were done playing the game with Harbor, we looked at each other and was like, wow, that is just completely different than playing the base game. And I kind of already knew that because the first time I had played Machikoro, I had actually played with the Harbor set. Since she hadn't done that, she was very impressed that the Harbor expansion actually changed and added so much to the game to almost make it feel, I don't want to say like a different game, but it really does add so much more to it. Without Harbor, 
I will say I really wasn't too keen on playing Machi Koro with just two people. With Harbor, I will say that it really made the game a lot more fun, even with just the two of us playing. We really didn't go too much into a lot of the red cards, since pretty much we can only get money from each other and not a lot of other people during those. So I think I think each of us had like maybe a couple of one type of red card, but we didn't go too crazy with those like we were initially when we were playing with just the base set. So I think that had a few, few different things with it. And just having all of the different cards available that Harbor adds to the game really, really gives the game a much more robust feel. And it definitely makes it feel like a much different game. So if you've only played Machi Koro with the base set, definitely pick up the Harbor expansion. That is probably one of the best expansions I've ever played with for a game that you can actually get it does change a lot with the game and it's one one expansion that i can definitely say is almost needed for the game also with machi koro my local game store had a tournament over the weekend that i was not able to attend i was really bummed i saw some pictures a bunch of guys that i normally play with on my normal thursday night game group were down there so i was kind of bummed that i wasn't able to attend that one of the guys actually won he's going to actually be going to gen con so i think he's actually going to be able to play in the world championship i think for machi koro so i'm kind of excited about that to see what happens and see how far he can go with that so that'll be pretty cool to hear if he can actually win or maybe come close to winning that one so all right then on monday night i went down to my game store and actually played a game i only played one game that night i had gone down i guess on memorial day here there were a lot of people down there all day long i had a lot of things going on during the day i wasn't able to make it down till the evening for the normal monday night board game group when i got there a bunch of people were already in the middle of stuff so i had to wait for some people to finish one group that was already playing something split up into two different groups and i joined a couple of the guys and we played a game of kemet and wow, Kemet is a very interesting game. It's basically set in the Egyptian time. I don't want to say it's like a war game, but each player has, I think it's 12, 12 figures that are basically like your army. Everybody starts off in a different kind of like city town hold. The three of us, we played a shorter game. We were playing the first player to eight victory points. It was the winner. So you get victory points by taking over different pyramids and by doing battle with each other. If you win a battle, you get a victory point. You can also get victory points by purchasing cards. And you purchase cards based on the pyramids that you have back in your city. You have three different pyramids, red, white, and blue. They all start at level one. And those the levels on those pyramids actually dictate which cards you can actually purchase in the game. And there are red, white, and blue cards. And there's four level of cards. So the pyramids being four-sided if you're on the level one side you could purchase level one cards so i think on my first turn my pair i had all my pyramids on level one i purchased like a level white or a white level one card and then I was able to level up my level up that die and flip it to the two side, my white die. And then I was able to purchase level two cards. So there are a couple of victory points you can purchase throughout the game. And I started off kind of slow because I this was the first time I had played Kemet. And the other guys had actually played it before. So I was trying to kind of see where they were kind of going and try to come up with my own strategy for this. And I started off really slow, falling really far behind in victory points. And then towards the end, I tried to make some very big military movements where I I just continually attacked for like two or three turns kind of right in a row. So during your turn, you can actually get actions and you have different actions you can do movement. Um, there's you can upgrade your pyramid. You can recruit more people. And so there's there's several different actions you have on the card. They're all it's all kind of shaped in a pyramid and you can do those actions. When you do an action, you move a token over there and you can only do that action pretty much once for kind of like that whole round. So it's a really interesting game. This is one of the games I kind of want to go play a little bit more before I go into it in great detail as far as how it is played because there is just a lot to Kemet. 
one of the guys won, he was able to, I was able to basically take over one of the pyramids. One of the other guys came in, knocked me out. Then somebody else tried to knock him out. He was knocked out. And then there was a, a huge fight over like three turns for this one pyramid. And then the one guy was able to just walk away with the eighth victory point. Well, I think I was at 60, the other guy was at 7, so it was a fairly close game. For the first couple of turns, we really didn't do a lot of combat. Like I said, I was kind of just kind of holding back and really trying to just watch what other players that had played the game were trying to do to really just get a good feel for things. So the first couple of turns, I was kind of just making small movements, trying to make sure I had part of my army on a pyramid to secure a victory point and just control that and not lose that. I was also trying to just get cards that I thought would possibly help me out later in the game. One of the guys actually had started out with only two pyramids on the table instead of three and he started off with one of them at level two instead of all of them at level one and he pretty much jumped right ahead with his one red die and the red cards normally signify have to do a lot with combat so I think on the first turn he pretty much bought from like level two to four so he could purchase level four red cards almost immediately which was a very interesting um, strategy that one that I mean since I had never played the game I hadn't seen before but it doesn't seem like that was something that was normally done so I thought that was kind of interesting so I definitely want to play Kemet again if you have not played it this is probably a game you want to you want to get on the table and and have a chance to play because it was actually a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it all right so then we're going to jump over to a couple of computer games I finished up my time with Pathfinder online and I will say I was a little disappointed for as much as I wanted to like the game I just really couldn't get into Pathfinder online so over the weekend I was kind of looking around and I wanted to play another MMO I really wasn't in the mood to get back into Elder Scrolls online or a couple of the other ones that I played in the past. So I started digging around and looking around at Shroud of the Avatar, which is being put out by Lord British, and this is supposed to be the spiritual successor to Ultima Online. So I started digging around, reading about it, watching a few different videos on it, and I decided to pull the trigger on it, and so far I'm pretty glad I did. The game is definitely in pre-alpha. I won't, I, I'll, I'll say that the graphics aren't the world's greatest, they, they, you know, the animations and everything aren't the smoothest, and when you're playing on the top of the screen, just like with Pathfinder, you know, it says this is pretty much pre-alpha. And the game kind of does have that feel, but I can see that there are a few things within this game, like the way combat works, and some of the new things that they're adding to the game with the latest update that was, I think, actually just announced today that just look and seem to be the really interesting and I think they're kind of headed in the right direction. There were a couple of things that kind of turned me off with Pathfinder Online, especially when I was doing more research on it and I found out that they're pretty much going down the PvP route with Pathfinder Online. That was kind of just something that I just shook my head at and, and was thinking why. I mean to me with Pathfinder Online you think you want to concentrate more on the story and the adventures and give people more of a sandbox than to just get groups of people together to just PvP against. To me it just seemed to kind of go against the whole premise of what Pathfinder would be about but it's I think I think there are po some possibilities po with Pathfinder and I'm going to keep an eye on Pathfinder for the next you know six months or so to see where they're headed and if they actually continue heading down this route and if it actually works out for them I wouldn't mind going back to Pathfinder but where it was at right now and what I was looking for just didn't jive and it, to me right now Shroud of the Avatar kind of fit a little bit more of what I was kind of going for and I think there's a little bit of a diamond and a rough there in Shroud of the Avatar so I'm hoping to continue to play a lot more of that and see what happens there. I also got in some Elite Dangerous over the weekend. I will say I really have been enjoying my time with Elite Dangerous, but over the weekend I kind of made a huge mistake in that I took a quest kind of underway, and I was trying to get to one of the a different, a different solar system, so I was doing a lot of jumping. I actually jumped into a system that did not have any sort of 
landing stations or any place where I could dock my ship at. Little did I realize that that there weren't pretty much docking stations in all places that you go to. And I was extremely low on fuel and was not able to jump out of this location. So I sat there doing a little bit of reading online real quick before I pretty much just went back to my ship and did a quick self-destruct and had to pretty much destroy my ship. Luckily with the insurance you have, I didn't have any cargo at that time. So I was able to pretty much just lose the ship, pretty much start over and fail that quest. But it was, it was quite an interesting thing to kind of be stranded there in space and just be like, hmm okay, now what do I do? And there pretty much isn't much you can do other than just self-destruct. There's pretty much no distress signal you can send out. Can't really call out for help or anything like that. So that ship got blown to bits. So that was pretty fun and interesting. All right, so that was some of the games I played for the week. We're going to jump over to what I want to play now. A couple of the games I want to play now. I picked up a card game that I might have mentioned a week or so ago called Arboretum. I've been reading a lot about this game on a couple of different Facebook groups, on Board Game Geek, and a lot of people seem to be really enjoying this game. And I have a feeling we will be getting to this game to the table probably tomorrow night. After I get a few gameplays under my belt, I'll probably be writing a review for this one because this seems to be like it's a pretty good game so far from what I can tell. I've watched a couple of videos on actually how to play it and it looks really interesting. And from what I've read and seen about this game, there's a lot more to it than you initially think. I also picked up a card game a little while ago called Pixel Tactics that I have yet to get to the table so I wouldn't mind getting that one to the table also I still want to continue playing Shroud of the Avatar I'm having a heck of a lot of good good time in that game so far and I'm just scratching the surface of what I've been able to find in that game as far as leveling up and and what that world has to offer and I have a feeling since it is in pre-alpha there's going to be a lot more that I'm going to be able to talk about this that game in the upcoming podcasts and then yesterday I was able to pick up my master set for Duel of Ages 2 which will be hitting the table this weekend. I will definitely be playing more Duel of Ages 2. I now have the Master Set, so I feel like my world is complete with that game, and I can really just have a good time with it. So that is it. That are the That's the games I played for the week and what I want to play. Hey, send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now, or let me know what you want to, you want to play now. You can send those emails to whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G. You can follow me on Facebook. What I'm playing now is the search that you need to do on Google Plus on plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. And of course, our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Hey, everybody, have a good week. Go play some games. And as always, let me know what you're playing now. Thanks for listening. Have a good week, everybody. Bye bye.